0: go.
1: Hey, what is up, everybody, and welcome to the Get Your Bell Rung Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds. I am Bobby Wall, and we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. We got some news and notes as always on the show. Um, we are actually going to get to make my next selection in the Serious XM Fantasy Host Dynasty League as I am currently on the clock in a slow draft. And most importantly, and probably most excitedly, we are going to go over our way too early top five rankings for each of the important fantasy positions. But first, Kevin Reynolds, how you doing, my friend?
0: Living the dream, buddy. You sound like you were singing there at the beginning. It was a little
1: awkward. To tell you the um, truth, I just wanted to serenade our listeners just a little bit. Okay, fair enough. You know, you do you. I think the question on everyone's mind is, will Mama Reynolds make another appearance on this week's podcast? No, I locked the door.
0: It's Alexandra's job to keep her out of here, but she was doing something for a moment, and Mom decided to roll on in. For those who don't understand, my mom is well past the mid-range of dementia and, for the
1: most part, has no idea what she's ever doing. So, Yeah, but that. Uh, yeah. If you were to barge in there, man, it's all good. That's, I mean, we're working people, real people, family people. It's all good. Yeah, she would, had to come tell me that Buddy was downstairs. That's important so stuff, like, man.
0: He, like, he was in trouble or something. I tried to explain to her. He's our dog. He can go anywhere he wants in the house. You don't. We don't need to keep tabs.
1: It's all good, brother. Speaking oh, yeah. of where is he going? Where is your boy D Hop headed? I don't know. Uh, they look like it would
0: be the Bills or Chiefs, but now they're saying they don't want to pay because the OBJ contract is throwing all that out of whack. I'd like to see him go to the Ravens, but then I'm like, what for? El can't throw anyway. We already have three guys that'll be grossly underutilized. Uh, I'd like for, for my fantasy purse, I'd like to go to the Chiefs. As we were talking before the show, His his best days are behind him. He's still a top twenty guy in the league, but he's no longer going to be the guy vying for a top three slot. But man, if he could go to KC and get me about eighty catches, about twelve hundred yards, eight nine TDs, I'd be pretty happy for my evil Decepticons. But I don't know. He has some choice in the matter. He actually hired an agent for the first time, so he really wants to get get a good contract. And I don't know. I don't know that there's really a true front runner for him
1: I would not hate to see him go to Detroit I know they have Amon Ra as their number one receiver uh, but he's not an alpha and to give Jared Goff and that offense an alpha and let Amon Ra do what he does over the middle of the field and then when Jamison Williams comes back to have that deep threat man that offense would be very difficult to, to game plan for
0: I, I've not seen that that scenario anywhere is that something you saw somewhere i've not no I've just seen that i mean as a
1: consideration yeah i just sat down today and just looked at teams and thought of fits and figured you know if he jared golf's a top probably 15 quarterback in the league is not one of the upper echelon guys as far as real football goes yeah. and but but the lions I'd say they're contenders this year, maybe not for a Super Bowl, but at least get to the playoffs. And then obviously, you know, we see time and time again. Look at the Miami Heat right now. <clears throat> Once you get into the dance, you don't, there's no telling what's going to happen. So seeing him in a Detroit uh, uniform, I think would be pretty sweet.
0: Be cool. Yeah. We've seen the Jets. So there's a lot of talk with that. Even the Patriots. It's anybody's yeah, but- guess right now. But for fantasy purposes, I'd like to see him go to KC because he'd definitely be the lead dog there. I think Salah like Buffalo, out, Diggs is still going to – would
1: grossly outperform him. Either late yesterday or early today, I think Salah was in an interview, and they asked him straight up, are you guys going to go get Hopkins? And he said no. He did. He said we're happy with our receiver room, but coaches say that crap all the
0: time. And then the very that's next true. day, the guy signed. So I, I don't believe any of that crap for a second. I'm not saying he's going there. I'm just saying it to – for any coaches just outright say no, that's just a crock
1: sell it to somebody who wants to buy it. And to be honest, if you look at these 32 teams, you're like, man, if every if all the slate was clean, you'd think, well, he'd be great on the Cardinals. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they could use him. No, they're losing I mean? on purpose. Oh, yeah, for sure. They even when they dumped him Absolutely. instead of
0: spreading the cap hit over two years, they just spread it all to this year, so uh they don't have to even uh, worry about not... it next
1: year. You're telling me if that's what you want to do? How do you not call up just say the Chiefs, for instance, and say, look, we'll pay 20 of his 22 million dollars or whatever he's owed? Just give us a seventh round pick and we'll make this a deal. Because at least then they're getting something and they're <coughs> saving two million bucks. And the Chiefs are only on the hook for two million. I just it makes zero sense to me why they got nothing and all they're well, on the hook for it. They would have had to pay it. a
0: lot for it, but I think as far as when you trade that player, as far as the cap goes, even if the Cardinals decided to pay, you know, prorate it, pay a share of it, I think it still all counts against the Chiefs' cap. So the teams can't pull things like that and pull a fast really? one. So I think that they, yeah, because what you could do then, with teams could do stuff like that all the time. Just say, well, we'll pay part of it, you take it on. Great, that works for us. We can load our team with these guys. You take a little hit, we give you a little extra here. Now we got a guy with a $22 million contract for only $8 million. So I, I think I, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I could be wrong, but. Uh, yeah.
1: We'll I have to look into that. Yeah. Just to be sure. Uh, another guy, Jimmy G, some news came out that apparently his contract says due to a foot issue, which I think he just got <laughs> surgery on, the Raiders can cut him at any time for zero dollars. So he could be cut tomorrow. And then what do they got there? Brian Hoyer coming in. That would be, I mean, that would be very a very dire situation in Las Vegas if Jimmy G cannot play.
0: Not if their owner plays for them.
1: Tom Brady got that got that uh part ownership in there.
0: No, that'll that be would difficult. Be... But unless it's the Broncos, Chargers, or Chiefs, every other team in the, in the league would let him do it because it's going to make a lot of money. The jersey sales alone will make every owner an extra two million dollars in their pocket. I assume you know the ruling on that. How how that would have to work if he decided as, to as, play. As far as what? As far as how he he can't right now. He's part owner now. The only way you can is to apply for it, and in that case, you need every single team in the league to vote yes. If even one team says no, no no dice has to be a full, unanimous 32 owners have to permit him to be able to play, even even for them. He's the only team he can play for you. He couldn't even go for another team. You can't own part of a team play for another. But if you do own it and all 32 owners are on board, sign off. You can play for that team.
1: That does put the other three AFC West teams in a predicament
0: it does because you want the sales you want the people in the seats it's great mm-hmm. for the NFL it's great for everything except for your chances of winning the AFC West so it would be interesting like i said it just takes one just one that says no and he can't play there there it's very matter of fact in the rules so uh that would be interesting With that Jimmy G thing the Raiders were smart to put that little uh yes that little bullet in there that if he didn't pass the physical i mean the contract's the same it's just that it's now that signing bonus is gone. It's just part of his year one salary. Well, if they cut him before he ever plays, they don't. They've never paid him a penny, and the contract right. is essentially null and void because no part of it's guaranteed. I don't okay. think that's what they want, though. They signed him for a purpose, but he right he needs to be able to be on the field to fulfill that purpose.
1: Now let's say Jimmy G they cut him, and Tom Brady, the, the Sean Payton steps in and says, "Nah, just kidding. You're not going to do this," and votes no. Where do they go after that? Do you trade for Trey Lance? No, you you just... Do you sign Carson Wentz or a different free agent?
0: I mean, he's got a lot of free time. He's being kicked out of the United Kingdom. I mean, why not?
1: Why did I do that? Persona non grata. You know what? That's my fault. That's my own (laughs) fault. It's been weeks. You lulled me to sleep is what you did. (laughs) You didn't bring it oh, up. Oh boy, been, that was nice. Over there well, you
0: set yourself up waiting. for failure
1: there. <laughs> waiting for your chance, and I just handed it right to you. Yeah, Gosh. persona non grata for that fella. Uh, and you but know what?
0: I don't know what they do because otherwise, they have zero chance with None. a with a journeyman. It's not going to work. So, uh, yeah. I think ultimately this yeah. will work out. They'll get him. They'll get their ducks in a row. He'll pass the physical. But there could be bad blood now. But that said, you signed the contract. So you knew that there was a possibility. And you knew deep down inside, you were the person that knew that your foot was still screwed up. So you can't get too upset when you get
1: called out on it. That's right. Uh, Even though you just did the whole Carson Wentz, Prince Perry thing, uh, congrats to you, sir. It's been a few weeks, but the emergency quarterback rule, that we discussed Back. after the NFC championship game. Yeah. At yeah, least passed, for one season.
0: So. Now they'll, yeah. they voted for it for one season just to make sure nobody abuses it. And hopefully nobody will. Cause if even one team abuses it, it then might not, might not become a permanent rule when they revote next year, but it makes perfect sense. It's just, it's just like the hockey goalie yes. in the stands who might come out and play for either team. If they run out of goalies, that would be even cooler that you just had a quarterback and you don't know if he's going to go play
1: for the Niners or the Eagles tonight, but he might play for one of them. I was having this conversation with a couple of our listeners and one of them said, it should just be Josh Johnson. He's played for half the teams in the league anyway. He has, but how can he be
0: at every stadium at once?
1: (laughs) But whatever, wherever he's at, he just, they just give him a stadium and he goes and he just plays for whoever. There's a better one. dude. He knows their offense.
0: There's a better one that's played for everybody. And the, you would be Fitz? sitting there hoping yes. You'd the be beard? sitting there hoping and praying your quarterback yes. to get hurt so Fitz can come out and lead the charge. oh Chuck like man. six touchdowns, bomb touchdowns, and then the next week he's back in the stands eating Cheetos and a beer.
1: Oh, I love yep. that guy. He's the best. All right. You ready to you ready to make oh, this? I,
0: I wanted to ask you, you brought up rules changes. How do you feel about this new sissy fair catch on kickoffs crap?
1: Just it's, it's a They're just delaying the inevitable. Just remove the kickoff.
0: I don't want that either. I like people slaying each other. It's called an occupational hazard. You get paid millions I, of dollars to do it.
1: I agree. There are people 100%. with much more dangerous
0: jobs who get paid
1: beans. Here's a fun fact for you that means nothing to no one. Uh, I am still the all-time leading kickoff returner for my high school. Been ooh, 20 years? You mean like...
0: What, you mean touchdowns? You mean Yards. Yards? Okay.
1: Yeah, we were we were pretty bad, so I got a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I, I love the kickoff. It's one of the most exciting plays in the it game. Is. And but listen, this is it's gonna go away. That's what they're doing. They're they're just taking baby steps. If you're gonna do it, just cut the cord, okay? Just make the jump and just end it now. Don't don't kill me death by a thousand cuts just do
0: it know i think they're doing that because there's still this little gap there's enough old school people like me to think it's football's become extremely sissified and then this entire sissified generation that's coming up that watches it they don't want to alienate one side or the other yet so you just do that very slow removal of it so nobody's too pissed off all
1: at once and just says you know what i've had enough it just right the thing is though it's not like you would stop watching because they eliminated the kickoff. Yeah, no,
0: I'm getting, I'm getting, to starting to get less and less happy with the NFL in this. When it eventually does become two hand touch, I'm done. I will not watch oh, it anymore. Sure. Yeah, with if, if the flags come out, I'm, I'm gone. Yeah, I'm done. I'm, I, I'm not. I, I'll have no interest
1: in it, and it's just silly. All right. So here's how this draft has gone for me. First round, uh, CJ Stroud at nine overall. Second round, um, again, this is 16-teamer, so the 16 picks each round. Jalen Carter fell to me, again, not a huge fan of his, but the value was too much to ignore, especially in a league that overvalues defensive tackles. I think I mentioned four or five of the top five or six uh, defensive players in the entire league last year were defensive tackles. It was
0: interesting so, that I had to, I wouldn't say talk you into it, but borderline talked you into taking him because you, you hate do, him you so very much. I I, I really do. It's like, how could you um, not here? I mean, the value in a league like this for such a valuable position, how could you not take him this late in the second round? That's just crazy.
1: Well, and the it, it's hard thing, to root for people you don't like. And the interesting thing is, in the other division, because this is technically a 32-team um, league, but in the other conference, I should say, He went 209 as well. Same exact spot, uh, which was interesting. So then my pick at 309 comes around, and I get a trade offer. As we mentioned before, I am terribly thin and weak at the tight end position. And so I got offered by Matt Deutsch, uh, Hayden Hurst, and pick 406 for my 309. I was not enamored with anyone at 309. And I think with Hurst going to Carolina, having a young quarterback that might be looking for, uh, you know, a pacifier and someone that he can look to on checkdowns and things. I figured, you know what? He's got as much shot as being my tight end one as anybody else on my roster, be it Austin Hooper or Noah Fant. Plus I'm not even losing a draft pick. I'm dropping a few spots. No big deal. So I went ahead and did the deal. So when four or six comes around, Somehow, our boy, even though I already drafted C.J. Stroud, Henan Hooker is staring at me. And given my quarterback situation, I only have Matt Stafford and now C.J. Stroud and Davis Mills. Kyle Trask doesn't really count. We both think Hennon Hooker might have an opportunity to be the best quarterback in this class once he comes back mm-hmm. from injury. There's no guarantee Jared Goff comes back in Detroit next year. I feel like this was an e like the easiest pick I've had so far.
0: Yeah, I I, like I said I I sent you that text like midway through the third round, like hear me out. Yeah. But <laughs> if he's there, let's do this. And oh yeah, and, and you you at first seemed skeptical. You said like maybe you wouldn't even touch until the fifth round. I'm like, why? We both think he's going to be the best quarterback in this class. You you're you are in a tough spot for quarterback because you have one guy retired, sort of, um, another guy who might play three games and is definitely past his prime anyway. Why not take two young guys now? One of them almost has to hit, right? Right. One yeah. of them has to, and if either one right. of them do, you're set a quarterback for the next twelve years. Yeah. So, so not um, why not? Because my fear would be nobody get him. So, what I when you took him today, what I write to you? Like I guarantee somebody. There's a couple right. guys in your league that are like that mofo because they were right. same as you, waiting on fifth, maybe sixth round. Let's see if he drops. Let's see if he drops. We'll take a flyer there. But sometimes the smart person takes them early and just screws up everybody else's plans. So well done. And,
1: and, I'm glad and, you, well, you, you pulled it. Thank in. you. Appreciate that. Uh, and one cool thing about this league is that it has a taxi squad. So you can put all of your rookies on the taxi squad if you want to, and they don't take up a roster spot. So that's helpful. Plus, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, there are no, besides him, there are no offensive players left that that I really want. Um so I kind of took the the Washington Redskins approach here where I took you know, CJ Stroud as my RG3 and Hennon Hooker as my Kirk Cousins and we'll just see which one turns out better. Why not? Right. And at sh-
0: worst if they both work out you got some really nice trade bait in three years. Yeah. Or and the the classic thing of at least they're not on anybody else's team.
1: True. Yeah. And in a 16 teamer, I mean these positions get thin quick it
0: really that I feel your pain there because you know my league of records is 16 teamer. Um right. so yeah, it gets thin real fast.
1: And so then I got lucky because I was 406, I picked at the 409 and I was debating between kind of four guys, Brian Branch and Dorian Williams were two of those guys and they both went bang bang. So that sort of helps me and makes my decision a little easier. And you look at it and it's like I you know, I haven't taken uh, a wide receiver. Um, and look, and the best wide receiver left is A.T. Perry, New Orleans. But he's a fifth round pick and there's no receiver left that was drafted in the first three rounds. And the re- same with running backs. And the research is tremendous that says a running back or receiver taken outside the first three rounds, the the odds of them hitting are so minuscule. Now, obviously we... It happens. Yeah. You're Keenan Allen's. You're some people like that. It happens, but it's it's rare. Why am I wasting a pick on a guy that I have maybe a 10% chance of hitting on when I'm staring at Kalijah Kansi? Now, granted, I don't need a defensive tackle, but again, that position's pretty weighted in this league, and he is first-round draft capital in real NFL. He's out there. Um, B.J. Ojolari's still out there. So, I'm kind of going back and forth between those two guys as to who it's going to be. How many DTs uh, can you play? You can play, I believe it's up to three. Um, and if you remember last year, I took Logan Hall, who this site has him listed as a defensive tackle rather than a defensive end. Um, so, I have a little insurance policy. If something happens to Cansy, then, you know, I can. I can just fill him in with Logan Hall. I think Kansi's the way I'm, I think that's the direction I'm heading right now.
0: I think it makes it's the most logical choice, both for the potential short-term and definitely for the long-term.
1: All right. So let's keep in mind
0: for for anybody who isn't entirely sure of the rules of this league, you draft a guy as a rookie, you can keep him until the day he retires in this league. So, Some of these guys, it's not about the now. It's definitely about two, three, four years from now.
1: All right. Here we go. Kalijah Kansi, welcome to the Get Your Bell Rung Squad. Awesome. Now I'll be off the clock until round five, unless someone decides to throw a trade my way and see if I want to move up. But, uh, And, dude, when did we start this trade? Last two Mondays ago or start this draft? Man, Ray Flowers is going nuts on Twitter for how long this thing is taking. It gives you a little thing, um, a little draft tracker as to how long people are taking. And again, I mentioned this last week. I'm not going to throw any of these fancy guys under the bus. But there are one, two, three guys that total wait time is over a day. There, <laughs> it's some guys are like minutes. Um parsons from from the football guys 20 minutes that's his total time of making a pit bob harris he uh hall of famer bob harris he um pre-ranks his players and puts them in his queue less than a minute he every time it gets on him bang he's often he's often moving but there are three guys that take more than a day to make your picks it's a bit ridiculous
0: well, again there's some that might be have their their real life jobs don't allow them to make pitch. I, like my next-door neighbor, he's not even allowed to have a phone where he works at all. You, you can be fired for having your phone on the premises. So so some of these people can't maybe, but others, yeah, they they put a little too much time into picking
1: between fifth-round wide receivers. Right. All right, ready to move on to these uh, these two, way too early top five fantasy guys? Yeah, which ones are we planning on doing tonight? Just all of them or just? I, I got them all. Yeah, well, did you do your kickers? I don't think it's gonna. I don't. Okay, all right. Let me rephrase that. Quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. Okay, I did defenses uh, too, but I did not do kickers
0: because I wanted a special uh-oh. show just for that. Okay, I we we can do defense. Uh,
1: that won't be difficult. We don't have for to, me. but
0: I really want that kicker special. I think we could draw that one out to two hours to talk about that. Talk about the royal family a little bit, a little bit
1: of everything. What well, you should. What you should do is surprise me one time and get like a former NFL kicker as a guest and just throw me under the bus and say, Bobby, why don't you tell me how you feel about that actually cool. kicker?
0: Or if I could get Markle on here and be upset about how you dismiss her completely. Oh please do. She is a beauty, but she she's a vile, something. vile woman. Ah, There's something about that's her that it. it's just she she may be aspirations of world dominance a takeover of us all.
1: All right. So top three QBs. You pick the order. Mahomes, Hurts, Josh Allen. Right?
0: I have Hurts, Mahomes, Allen. Perfect. I With love that. An opportunity for L Jacks to supplant any one of them.
1: Uh I am a little worried about Josh Allen. If I'm he's the only one I'm really worried about because they did not um ban the butt push or the tush push or whatever they call it, the yeah. Eagles do. That's still ready to roll. <laughs> but the the head coach, Sean McDermott, and uh, was it Billy Bean, the GM of the Bills have come out. Any chance they get, Josh Allen's got to quit running as much. They, we don't want to use him that much. They go and they get Damian Harris, who's going to be a short yardage guy, take away some of those rushing touchdowns, yeah, maybe. But they say that, but then they don't I do know. it. I know. But listen, still It's easy to talk my...
0: about every year, but they don't do it. So until they actually change that, I, I'm not going to drop him down to seven because of the butt push. I
1: still got him at three he's just the one right, if I had I mean, to be yeah. worried. Yeah. If I had to be worried about someone, it's him.
0: I, I wouldn't say I'm worried. because I really don't see them changing much. Uh, any one of them could drop just because if they get hurt, they miss might miss three games. And that, yeah. that'd that be enough. So if if LJX, if this, if this, uh, this offense works out, he could, hell he could be number one. I don't think he's going to, but he could, but he needs to stay healthy too. But he's the one guy that I think like more so than Burrow Herbert that because he gets so much of the rushing yards, which he's still going to run. They can, again, pretend he's not, oh, yeah. but he's still going to run a lot. That could really, if he actually could stay on the field, could supplant any of these guys. Is he your four? I actually have him at five, and mm-hmm. I actually wrote on here, my only reason for having him behind Burrow is Burrow doesn't miss games. He could have a, his leg hanging off, and he'd probably still good play. L. Jax is a bit of a sissy. So he'll probably miss three or four
1: games, but if he doesn't, he could jump up in there. So I have Eljax fifth. Okay, um, he I actually don't have him in my top five. I have him at six, so okay. I won't be talking about. So who's him your today. fifth and Herbert? It's just um, Eljax is missing time. That's just yeah. He just he
0: just will. it's his M O. Now you can't
1: in You can't plan for injury unless it happens every year, and it's just who he is and how it works, so, so who's and your his fifth? motivation. Who's your fifth, then? Uh, My five is Trevor Lawrence. And my four is Herbert. As uh, Okay. So you have Burrow in
0: their top six?
1: I do not, and I'll tell you why. Yeah, please do, Um,
0: because it seems silly.
1: Yeah, I think he is, yes, Burrow's seven, simply because of his legs. Uh, Granted, he is, I think, a little underrated as far as athletic ability goes, but... He, I think Herbert and Lawrence both run a little bit more than him. And we are only one year removed from Justin Herbert being QB two. If you remember two years ago, Herbert was QB two. Last year, he dealt with so many injuries on himself. He had his ribs. Do you remember that game when he went, he was trying to throw the ball and couldn't physically could not throw the ball. Uh, That stuff doesn't go away. Plus his all pro left tackle Ray Sean slaughter was out last year due to injury. He'll be back. They bolstered his wide receivers. Uh, I think if anyone has this year that will jump into the top three and dethrone either Mahomes, Hertz, or Allen, I think it's Herbert. Let me ask you this: Is his last
0: name really pronounced Slaughter? I thought it was Slater.
1: Did I say Slaughter?
0: You did, and because I'm only asking not to put you on a spot, because I'm asking because it'd be so much cooler if it was Slaughter. (laughs) How awesome would it be?
1: It's your last name
0: Slaughter, and you're you know.
1: Actually, a good buddy of mine, his name is his last name is Slaughter, and he played um, strong safety um, at my college. He was a freshman when I was a senior. His name is Slaughter. He's awesome. So, I got a Slaughter story
0: for you. Long ago in college, Great. I hooked up with a chick that her best friend's dad is Sergeant Slaughter.
1: Okay. I did not think that was going to be cool, but I ended up enjoying it. I'm glad you, you know, shared that. Neat.
0: I would tell oh, you why Sergeant that fell apart, slaughter. but it's probably not appropriate for the show.
1: Maybe, maybe off camera. But I wish it would uh, have,
0: so I could have maybe met Sergeant Slaughter someday. That'd have been awesome. He was always one of my phases as a kid.
1: Couple cool stats. One from Jalen Hurts. He has more games of of more than thirty fantasy points than under sixteen fantasy points. That's pretty impressive. And did you know that in twenty eighteen, Josh Allen was the leading rusher for the Buffalo Bills?
0: Uh, I did not know that off the top of my head. No, right. I did not
1: yeah it's just kind of kind of odd and then my number five trevor Lawrence. i'm assuming is herbert your four
0: no burrow is four herbert's my oh, six right. trev is my right. seventh and then i had one guy that i so want to put into my top seven but i just couldn't i couldn't pull the trigger mr justin fields Listen. i just can't do it i can't put him in my me top either. seven yet if he can prove to me one this year that he can do it i'll start putting him in the top five every year but I I still do, I I still don't I don't see the sixty yard touchdowns adding up the way they did last year. Is it, hit that overall offense, dude? It's like hundred eighty degrees better than it was last year. But I, I so want to put him in, but I just can't. I can't do it. yet. I need more than a half season worth of studliness to to put you in my top right. five
1: or even top. Now seven. Lawrence, yeah. Lawrence, for me, a lot of what we do is predicting. So, I mean, he was or. Projecting, my my predicting as well, but projecting on what we think is going to happen. He was QB twenty two as a rookie, QB eight last year, big jump. This will also be his second year in Doug Peterson's system. If you remember, Peterson's second year in Philly resulted in a Super Bowl and an MVP worthy season for Carson Wentz and a ridiculous playoff run for Nick Foles. I know. Shh. No, you did it again. No, Prince Harry. No, you did it again. Uh, every- Every single passing stat from Lawrence improved from year one to year two. I mean, obviously, that's How not hard it? to do. Right. That's not hard to do in Urban Meyer's your coach. But he rushed for five touchdowns last year. If we can keep those five rushing touchdowns and you added Calvin Ridley, a guy we're both high on, he's he's got a shot to be top five easy, I think. A shot to
0: be top five easy.
1: Yeah. An interesting statement. Would you like to move on to running back, sir? I would. Um it gets a little boring, I'll be honest. Yeah, we were talking boring for the ex- show, everybody, how boring these receivers are right now because last year we but we
0: you I threw in Amon Ra, who if he hadn't missed, he would have cracked the top five. So he ended up, I think, seven in my scoring format, seven or eight. But he missed what, like three, four games. Who you had on um, what's a face from San Diego? Mike, Mike Williams. Williams. Didn't pan out as well. He missed too many games. But oh, the, I don't have anything exciting this
1: year do do you think you've ever called amon ra or are you just going to stick with amon
0: i like calling him amon ra because it sounds more like um the
1: dude from um thundercats um and wait who's who's that running back for the jaguars travis at the end at there it is yeah but But don't you remember mumra no, I don't think I, I think Mumra that Ra was, was the
0: bad performing. guy. Well, I don't really think bad necessarily, but this this bad guy in Thundercats, he was this giant mummy and he did his little thing to become a super huge mummy in the Thundercats. Oh, thunder, thunder, Thundercats. Oh, and then Lionel would do, become all powerful, Panthor, Chitara. You know, you do all that stuff. So Amon Ra sounds a lot more like Mumra. And that's what I like because I like Mumra, Cobra Commander, Megatron, of course. I patterned my life after Megatron. So I like uh, no
1: more. Galator. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. That was riveting stuff. Running backs. CMC Megatron. is number one. Uh I have Eckler at two. And then it gets weird because I I don't know you where to go after one? two. DMZ. Yeah, Christian me McCaffrey. too.
0: And I have Eckler too also cuz I can't yep. I can't move him out of that spot. He's so he proves, a, and that was in a contract otherwise.
1: year. Yeah, he's in a contract year, ready to roll. Yeah. So those you don't need to talk to. They both run, they both catch. Christian McCaffrey would be arguably the best receiver, wide receiver on several teams in the NFL. So, yeah. I uh, nothing to be said. Eckler, I mean come he might on. Be 92 the best on their team. Right. The last three they at 92 Debo and I <laughs> And Kittle. <laughs> I know it's <laughs> insane. The last three healthy seasons for Austin Eckler 92 catches, 70 catches, and 107. Last two years 20 touchdowns, 18 touchdowns. I, I, like I said, contract year, this guy's ready to roll. Then I have Jonathan Taylor, followed by Saquon, and then my guy that I can't quit, Nick Chubb. Wow. Ours
0: is the exact same, except
1: your love for
0: Chubb, I still can't get behind, although I think he's amazing. Until the day he proves to me he can't run anymore, Derrick Henry took my five. I just I can't I can't I can't fail with the guy. I, but then I have Chubb and then I have B. John at seven, simply because of the volume he's going
1: to get. I understand. I do. It's just, it's one of these every days, year he's
0: going to fall apart and it just go off, fall off a cliff and it hasn't happened yet.
1: I will say I'm higher on um, Derrick Henry than most than at least. As of now, for how fantasy drafts are going in ADP, uh, I think Henry. I got him at maybe seven or so. I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to argue with you having Derek Henry at in the top five. Yeah, this Who's is like arguing apples, apples
0: with apples. It's right. These guys all, they're all they they might all our three through six might all end up separated by twenty points total.
1: Yeah. So imagine Jonathan Taylor, if he would have been on the Ravens the past few years with the offense that they oh, ran. Wow. Right. And that's probably going to be a similar offense to what he's going to have now with Anthony Richardson, right? It's going to probably be the Philly offense with less passing and more running. So as long as they can get their offensive line back in check, I mean, they had one of the better offensive lines in the league and last year, they stunk. Yeah. And he's
0: got to stay on the field. I'm, I'm writing off last year as an anomaly. And yes, I he agree. needs to be on the field. But if he's injured a lot right. this year, then we then we're starting to really for the next season, 2024, we have to really start rethinking his place and all this.
1: Yeah. He'll be the next week. Sa- Saquon is either one of the best backs in the league or he's absolutely nothing because he gets hurt. He was his rookie year is RB two, then nothing for three years because he's injured. And then last year back up to RB six under Brian Dable. So Dable obviously knows how to use him. Wants to use him. Um, if Saquon gets three hundred touches, yeah, and, I mean, and a season and a half five. of
0: that was a blown ACL. So, right, you know, right. That that is what it is. But yeah, the Dable thing, man. He's boy. Did he turned that whole franchise around. I hope it keeps going. Not necessarily because you're Eagles. I just think it's good for football for the Giants to be relevant.
1: And I like Dable, so I am kind of rooting for him. I just need them to lose every game. So I don't know how that works <laughs> but we need uh, to definitely 17 yeah, for the Eagles to be definitely lose to Philly both times. All right, Nick Chubb, I understand that I'm almost always higher on him than everybody else, but he is arguably the best pure running back in football. PFF agrees. I feel like year after year, I think this is like the what the 3rd year in a row that I think they I'm have I'm with right you
0: now. you definitely have an unhealthy non-sexual attraction to Mr. Chubb. It, it, it's boring on concerning at this point.
1: He's been in the league five years, and he just set a career high with 1,500 yards and 13 total touchdowns. Plus, the guy who I've hated the most being a Chubb owner is Kareem Hunt because Nick Chubb would get 60 yards on a drive, and then they pull him out so Kareem Hunt could score the touchdown. Now, it's maddening. That's true, the touchdown thing, but I, 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 I don't
0: know. I love the guy. It's just playing for the Browns. They can't get out of their own way. I think they're going to be actually worse than last year. This old Deshaun Watson experience, I don't think is going to really work out. And I still have him at six. It's not like I think he's horrible. He could easily end up two. But I just don't, I don't have, I'm not quite as enamored with him as you are.
1: I think Watson will, I think he will bounce back. I think he's be be much have worse a than back. he was last year. Well, that's very true. Do you think that, Nick Chubb is a Ravens killer. Do you think that is clouding your judgment? No, because I still have him at six. Okay. I think he's a wonderful runner. I just okay. I think the Browns suck.
0: I think that holds him back.
1: Uh yes. I love that you expressed how I have this irrational love for Nick Chubb and I have him one spot higher than you.
0: Yeah, but the way you talk about him, like you start to glow. Your eyes get bigger, your smile gets a little bit higher. Yeah, you start looking up to the skies. I so mean, for you, all I know, you've got a picture of Chubb on the other side of the screen there. Just you've been looking at this whole time. Like,
1: who do like I love a more, girl him? looking at her crush. Who do I love more? Him or Keon White? I'd say Chubb. Yeah, probably. Although, yeah. man, I went on a rant for Keon White, didn't I? You did. All right. So the receivers. I also don't know how to tier these guys because it's almost like you got your three guys that are a 9.9 9, and then you drop down to a 9.7 and you got like three or four guys there. And then there, and then there's three or four guys that are like a 9.6. And it's just, there's no separation here. It's all just
0: who's on the field the most and who gets the lucky I more touchdowns. I,
1: I would not be surprised if our top three are the same again. I'm sure you have JJ at one. No. Wow. This is my only ankle. Okay, so I I got JJ Chase and Cup. Huh? So is Chase or Cup? Is Chase or Cup your number one? Neither. What?
0: I think Tyreek. I think this is Tyreek's year. He's going to get a few more touchdowns, a few more yards. Tua hopefully healthy all year because his stats got really hurt when Tua wasn't in. I'm looking for a healthy two all year, and I think Tyreek will just barely eke out JJ at the end.
1: I wonder if there's ever been a a number one overall wide receiver in fantasy that had another top ten guy because there's be two top ten to receivers. At, into. Right, we need to check I, that out because yeah, I mean I know like, like the
0: old, maybe the the greatest show on turf Rams maybe. Maybe. maybe the Niners know, like,
1: way back in the Jerry Rice, John Taylor days, maybe. It will be tough because you know Waddle's going to be up there. Yeah. I mean, th- so even last year, my Hill and Waddle were both top 10 guys. Yep. Uh, I think two years ago, it was like Chase and Higgins. Um, AJ Brown and Devonta Smith last year as well. They were both two top 10, top 12 guys. So that's going to pump the brakes for me for Hill. Hill's my four, and then I have Stefan Diggs at five. Although, I don't know, that worries me a bit but then who I, if if yeah, i don't I have, have digs, digs you know, nine. Put in? okay and see that's the thing i have them at five you have them at nine and they both make sense to me
0: yeah they both you you know mean? again it might be a 20 points separating five through nine it might be 20 points separating two through nine
1: right that's how so, good
0: these guys all are they're on great situations good quarterbacks except for Devonte adams so i currently have at seven but that could drop down to 13 you know. I if know. the if the wrong things happening. So I have yeah, Tyree, JJ, Cup, was- because who in the hell else are they even gonna throw to?
1: The dude's gonna
0: average like seventeen targets a game.
1: Dude. He was still the highest scoring wide receiver as far as points per game yeah, went. PPG last year. last year, yeah. And the oh we can't forget the year before, he had a hundred and ninety-one targets. Yeah, a hundred and forty-five catches, just shy of two thousand yards and, and he's touchdowns. all they have
0: now dude they're going to throw to him mercilessly uh, and then i have Jefferson chase and then i have him?
1: your boy i'm i'm expecting a little uptick in
0: the tds and because he just seems this there's a guy that has he has this little thing on his shoulder because i think he feels disrespected by people like us that he isn't held in more regard as mr aj brown yeah i, I really rough. think he's going to crack the top
1: five this year he is Okay, so last year he was far more exciting to watch than Debo, and you oh, know yeah. how much he didn't get the chances Debo.
0: last year. Yeah, at his, his moments, I've, but not, not game after game.
1: I'd be interested to see what AJ Brown's um 50 50 balls are like contested catches because he's I mean, he's not a huge guy, he's stout, but he's not like he's running out there 6'4, 6'5. No, but he's he comes a man down. child,
0: he's a yes, he's a frightening looking yeah. individual. He takes that I'd jersey off, him. he's A freaking looks like a bodybuilder. And then you either Um, knock your ass over or he'll just outrun you, either or. I I mean, you know I love him because I had him in my league of record. I drafted him out of college right away, and he was huge for me. So I've got this place in my heart for him. But I really think he could take the next step this year. Mostly, again, because I think he feels disrespected that his name does not freakle. When you talk, most experts, the top five guys in the game, most of them don't list him. He's in their top ten, but most of them don't put him in their top five. Because who are you going to take out of it? Taking Chase out of it? Taking Cup out? You taking Devontae Adams out of it? Stephon Diggs?
1: You know, it, it, okay. it's it's crowded up there, brother. Yeah, it, it very much so. And it's, I mean, draw names out of a hat. Might have to do that come draft day. That's it. it again, it comes out of this a lot of situation.
0: But as much mm-hmm. as that, just
1: being on the field for 17 games. Right. It gets you of that hump at the, at the season's end. So that's a that's a good segue into our tight ends, if if we can move on. If you're good, yeah, I'm good. Because the tight end one is Travis Kelsey. He scored ninety more points in the tight end two last year, and over the last was it seven years he was tight end one, two, one, 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 two, one. Um, I think on this <laughs> very show last year you predicted his downfall um that was was it a bold that was one of my bold predictions right yeah last one
0: like he was gonna be so bad he wasn't even gonna be in the top eight
1: i think i i think you're right and you
0: may or may not put money or something on that with me or whitey i think it might have been me
1: it seems like something
0: happened i'm gonna have to go back and look because it seems like something was was mentioned there because i thought that that was so bold that it was that it's a good chance of you jumping up to the moon tonight and your yeah, well, I'm
1: certainly, I'm certainly not making that mistake again. Uh I mean, the dude has missed. Speaking, you're talking about injuries. To the he's moon missed your
0: Skibbies or the Kelsey.
1: Both. Fair enough. Um, Good answer. <laughs> he has missed one game due to injury in 19 years. I think he missed another one or two because they didn't. He didn't play the last week because the Chiefs didn't. He yeah. didn't have to. Yeah.
0: It's just sick. It's just un- and you know, know. they're going to throw to him over 40. and over again. He still just stands there wide open.
1: I know so, and then so, do you have Andrews at two again? I
0: do, and I don't. I don't feel great about it. It's more me almost rooting for it because this for for those that don't really get it, this offense is hundred eighty degrees from the previous offense. They are nothing alike. So we got to really see how the tight end is going to be used. Hopefully it's not like our, our boy down there just doing nothing but blocking and having twenty receptions in, in Georgia. So but I I it's hard to to not put him there too.
1: two. I, I agree. And he's he's my two as well. He's the guy in that in that receiving yeah. room. Receiving room. You know, not wide receiver room, but just but I don't
0: know if he still will be. I don't think he's gonna be as much as that little safety blanket anymore. I do. Lamar Jackson, he loves him. That's his guy. He does. He's I'm built not, over I'm years. I'm not down that, but it's a different offense. He might not even be on the field as much anymore.
1: All right. So, who is your three? I, had I have to Dallas Goddard. Goddard.
0: Just two, okay. Hawkinson I had to. Just too many opportunities at catch, at catch, catch. Um. And with so, and, and with Thielen going, it's just all
1: the more reason to to bump him up a spot. I have him, um, four for <laughs> me, but and he was tight end too last year. He only had two games above 13 points. Kelsey had 11. Yeah, sick. Everyone thinks Hawkinson was better in Minnesota, but he averaged 9.9 9 points after being traded. He averaged 10.4 before getting traded. He was actually better in points per game with Detroit. Um, Luckily for him, there's not a whole lot of competition as far as tight ends go to be in the top five, but... He, we'll see if he stays there. He might stay there from default, but we'll see. Uh, my three's Goddard. He was tight in 12 last year, but he missed five games. Tight in five in points per game. He's a crucial part of this passing game. Um, he was third in yards after the catch, even with missing five games. And he was first in yards per target. And here's an important one: second in target accuracy. Jalen Hurts, when he's throwing to Goddard, he gets it there. Um, I think he's going to take a step forward. It as long as he can stay on the field, I think a top three finish could be easily in his sights. I have him at five, and they don't have a they don't have a wide receiver three. Wes they don't, Watkins, don't but it's so.
0: definitely there are still a lot of mouths to feed there, and he doesn't get a whole lot of the gold time goal line action because they're busy having Hurts run it in. So, but still, I have him at five. The guy's a beast. He catches everything. He's got some great freaking hands
1: maybe the best hands in out of any tight end maybe. in the league. I mean right he there all right. I do not feel good about my five, but you still have your was it your third my four is Kittle. okay. It's just this never ending roller coaster ride.
0: No. But I think maybe this year he'll have awesome. a little more highs than lows and actually. He, he's one of those guys, he'd get you 25 one week, he'll get you three the next week, just because they don't use him. It's not like because they can't get him passes or he's dropping balls. It's because Shanahan will just completely write him out of the game script. It's mind-boggling to me at times to just see him do nothing but block and end up losing that game. It, it's one of those stats that, that he has. Like It's some like if he if he's had 10 catchers more, the 49ers are undefeated, yet you don't do it. It's It's very strange. So I have well, four. We, Your boy we, Pitts, though, I didn't have in my top
1: five. I seen that you were talking about. Yeah, and I'll be honest; he's probably not going to end up there when the season rolls around. Um, and, well, his Kittle right now is my six, and he had such a strong end of the season. The last what four games, he went ninety three with two touchdowns, one hundred and twenty yards with two touchdowns, twenty three yards, but he scored. 29 yards, but he scored twice. So he really had a strong finish there. And this is it, man. This is this is the last hope for Mr. Kyle Pitts. The potential is incredible. He's just never, ever reached that – was he drafted fourth overall, that draft capital? He missed seven games last year. He, he was first in targets per route run, and that's like a huge – Fact, uh, like determining factor in who is going to you know perform well as far as mm-hmm. pass catchers go, first in deep targets, he was 38th in target accuracy. We said that um, Dallas got it was third. He was 38th. They just flat out missing him, not even on his side of the field. So I'm hoping Desmond Ritter, you know, <laughs> worked in the offseason. Now, granted, a lot of those passes were from Marcus Mariota, and he's now gone, but I uh, man. If Ritter can get a connection with Kyle Pitts and with, you know, he's not the only big boy there. They got Drake London on the outside. He could really hood up some stats. But
0: yeah, If you're going like athleticism I said, alone, I'd put him at two. Back oh, his, yeah. He hurt too much, and he has terrible quarterback play, and just nothing seems to really be happening. I, I, I consider putting he who, he who shall not be named above him and putting him at six and Pitts at seven. But currently, I have Pitts at seven. He who shall not be named at or Pitts at six. He who shall not be named at seven.
1: Yeah, I don't. I'm. I don't off the top of my. head, Excuse me, off the top of my head, I don't know who I have outside of six because no kiddo's my six. Uh, I would have to look. He who shall not be named. I don't think I have that high. He's. I've I mean, really he's I just done. This have before. him at seven just... because
0: seven through eighteen are all the same guy. It's the one that gets a couple extra lucky Every touchdowns. Is be the one that wins out there. Like we said, if, when those, you're in a redraft league, if you don't take one of the top five or six tight ends, wait till the 15th round.
1: What about Chigakonqua? What about him? I mean, I, I think I have him. He might be my seven or my eight. Okay. He's explosive. I think he had more 40-yard-plus touchdown catches than anybody else okay, in but, the league. But,
0: again, roster. those are anomalies. Those aren't things that happen year after year. Right. But you're right. He right. had a great second half of the year. I mean, he – uh I just need more than half of a season to 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 start vaulting you up above some of these guys.
1: Yeah, but like you said, once you you know if you don't take one in the top six, seven, or whatever, then just wait. Well, I mean, if you're going to gamble on someone, why not gamble on,
0: on gamble a guy him that in the tenths,
1: maybe explosive? But What's I wouldn't.
0: Happening? I wouldn't. Go, I said gamble on him in like the tenth then. But I'm not going to go. I'm not going to reach for a guy who had six good games and might never reproduce that again. We don't even know what the quarterback um, situation is going to be, so I
1: don't know. Yeah, right now, he's going at pick 125, so the, there's your 10th round tight yeah. end. That feels good. Uh, he's going right before Dalton Schultz, so let's see. Right now, um, fancy pros. It's Kelsey Andrews, Hawkinson, Kittle, um, Kyle Pitts. Yeah. What's that, Kyle? So they, so they flip flop those. Um, Goddard at six. Then Waller, Inc. sorry, he who shall not be named from Jacksonville, Pat Fryermuth, David and yeah Dalton Schultz, and then Chig. Interesting. Dalton Schultz, he's, he could end up with a decent season, steady. I would probably say
0: he very well could. He's going to get some balls. They don't have a whole three to lot. five
1: catches every week. And honestly, with a tight end world, that's that's what you, that's doable. But
0: seriously, when you look at this tight ends like seven through 16. I could just flip flop them. And I would say, yeah, that makes sense. I could just take them and just randomly point at seven through 16 there. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Cause they're all it, the same uh... dude. It's just the guy that gets a couple extra lucky touchdowns throughout the season is the guy that ends up seven compared to the guy at 16 who only had two touchdowns.
1: It doesn't make for the most exciting radio, but it's, it's, the world we're in right it now.
0: It doesn't, but that's that's the tight end usage in the league anymore. For a while, the tight end started getting pretty important again. Now it's back to how it was. There's only a few teams that really, truly utilize them in a, any type of a,
1: of a heavy fashion for their and offense as opposed that. to just something
0: to keep things
1: interesting. You can fix that with a tight end premium league. But my question is, why would you want to? Why do you want to put a premium? And that's like getting really popular, tight end premium. Why would you want to put more emphasis on the worst position? Yeah, in fantasy football outside. will see, team.
0: like in, in my league of record, all this works because you're paid what you're worth. So Travis Kel- these guys that we're talking about seven through sixteen right. are all going to go for like six dollars or less. Kelsey's going to go for fifty-five. So you're paying for the value. Mark Andrews yes. will go in the thirties. Hawkins and Kittle will probably both go around twenty-five um goddard probably around 2025 20, so you're paying for what what you're expecting to get from them but in like redraft leagues like these guys it's just trash and then to make them
1: more important you. just for fun yeah. what? Well, why i'd say right thank you right. they are thank what you.
0: they are if somebody's going to use a first round pick on kelsey okay well that's that in itself it shows his worth and, and, that, and that's going to show them throughout the rest of the draft because that person's not going to have the other positions covered
1: this i was a little irritated um because as this season fantasy season was winding down last year i start thinking mm-hmm. you know what normally my teams are balanced my drafts are balanced i go qb late i go tight end late i'm i'm balanced with a leaning towards running backs as my my foundation and i'm like you know what the stats are changing like the the world is different now quarterbacks are going higher you know what i'm down for that tight ends there's so few good really good ones i'm down to go higher on those guys and i'll just wait on running backs hammer some wide receivers early yeah and you get you get a couple third down
0: running backs who still put up 17 points a game they're nobodies the in pro- the grand scheme of thing but they put up 17 points a game cuz they get nine catches for 60 yards
1: and the a problem touchdown. is the problem is that's what everyone is doing like i just did a mock draft on um fantasy pros their mock draft simulator everyone that fell to me were these big name running backs because everyone is going that way so now i'm just going to be i'm trying to get out of like n- my you know normal routine yeah, here you no don't
0: want to be stagnant try- when you're stagnant yeah, no, you're can't. bad you're losing though. when you're stagnant
1: i can't though like right now jonathan taylor's going 11th overall, and Devontae Adams is going 12th. I'm taking Taylor over Adams there. I got Taylor as my RB3 right now. Especially with that mm-hmm. the quarterback uh, conundrum there. Josh Allen's going 17th overall. Patrick Mahomes, 18th. I'm down for taking a quarterback early, but you're barely in the second round. You
0: know, they're doing you're, now because they're points now with adding running and everything else. You, you are at such oh, a decisive, decisive advantage every week. No, and you have Mahomes or Allen out there against somebody else having the number thirteen or twelve ranked. The the points. It's like Kelsey.
1: You're going into every week with like a thirteen point lead before you even start. At the two three turn, who are you taking? Because these guys are back to back at the two three turn. Derrick Henry or Devonta Smith. Derrick Henry, a hundred times out of a hundred. Right, right. So I'm not even going to be able to to. You know, go wide receiver heavy or quarterback early if everyone else is doing it. I'm going to have to zig when everyone else is zagging.
0: That's how you win championships, but it also is how you you end up in last in the league. Right. When you go against the grain, if everybody else is right and you're wrong, you're really screwed. But if you're the one that's right and they're all wrong, you're in some real business. Then you just need a little luck in the playoffs. All right, sir. Anything else? Um... I think we're pretty good, brother. We covered all the salient things from the week,
1: I believe. Yep. All right, folks. Thank you all so much for listening to Get Your Bell Rung Football Podcast. Check us out, Facebook, uh, Spotify, YouTube, sometimes Twitter. (laughs) Um, But uh, definitely check in next week. Uh, Maybe Kevin will get that uh, ex-NFL kicker and throw me under the bus. That
0: would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? I would
1: like that. <laughs>
0: and we we will have to plan our kicker show.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, buddy.
0: Wait. Well, I guess I'll talk at you later here. See you all, folks. That's good. Go, Kalaja Kansi. Woohoo!